welcome to season two, episode seven of Life's a Draft. On this podcast, we pick a topic and draft our top choices in that category. Please follow the podcast on Instagram at life's underscore a underscore draft. The website will be at the end where you can see episode artwork, vote, and share your thoughts. We also have a new email address where you can email us questions, ideas, or comments about the podcast. It's lifesadraft at gmail.com. After the draft, we'll play a game called Croce's Clues. So before we get drafting, let me introduce who is with me here tonight. Enjoying the fun that is asynchronous learning with a three and five-year-old because of an air quote blizzard and having enjoyed some football at Grotto's Grand Slam with some big beers, Jcat is here. What's up, everybody? Are you ready for some foosball? <laughs> Next is a man with a forward vision, not thinking about what could have been, but rather ahead at what might be. Welcome to the Trey Lance era. None other than Shine is here. What's up, go Niners? Not feeling any pain right now, Shine? I'm good. I'm actually like oddly more calm this year than in years past. It started three and five, so it really wasn't expected. Still groggy after receiving a 421 wake up call yesterday because of a bomb threat to his college all the way across the country. Catman is here. I was marked safe. We're good to go. Ready to draft. And next we have our fan favorite, Sir Dilts of Fire, who has been drinking the tears of shine after his team suffered another painful NFL playoff loss. While celebrating the success of former Lions QB Matthew Stafford. How's that drink taste, Sir Dilts of Fire? Tastes a little like Schmitzke, but that's okay. Because Matthew Stafford's going to the Super Bowl, baby. Recently moving into his new house, he went sledding in the snow and celebrated his son's sixth birthday. Birdo is here. What's up, guys? Been a very busy week, busy couple weeks. Birdo. You reached the end of the tunnel or? No, no. Maybe close <laughs> The light's shining on me, but I'm not out of the tunnel yet. And I am your host, Eric. Before we get to the results, I have an announcement. The fans have been clamoring and your requests have come to fruition. You can now get Life's a Draft merch online. It is on the site tpublic.com. You can get items including tees, hoodies, mugs, stickers, and face masks during these COVID times. My favorite part about buying tees there is you can change the color of the shirts. So it won't always be gray, black, and white t-shirts. You can get a bunch of colors. So check for the link on our Facebook page and at the bottom of the voting page this week. Tee Public always runs sales. So wait for a 35% off or 30% off sale to save some money. Help support the podcast and get some Life's a Draft swag today. Merch. Hoodie will be mine shortly. It's there. With that being said, here are the results of the Delaware draft. In sixth place, with 10.8% of the votes. I swear. Comments comments include, I let my cat pick. And the inlet, baby. I've spent a lot of time there. (laughs) The best best dart bus stops. Dilts. Sixth place. Oh, this is so sweet. Tears of what? <laughs> what were you drinking? The Wait, tears of mean your first pick? I just got. It does mean pick. your first pick? <laughs> He's uh, happy about that. <laughs> last place, it's like the, the real NFL, lions. Last place on the NFL podcast. I've never seen anything more fitting. The Delaware, Delawarean, anyway. Sorry, you spent a lot of time in other states. Continents and down under. <laughs> <laughs> True, continents. <laughs> In fifth place, 
there's a lot of comments for this, a lot of long comments. Uh, the first comment was corn, cheese, monkey claw. The second comment is, I've got to go with team slower, lower this week. Main reason, <laughs> lack of tour odds. Nicolas has beer and Nicobolis. Need I say more? Couple that with pre-COVID off-season food specials throughout Rehoboth. See how I stole that from another list? Can't have Rehoboth without specials, bruh. And we've got, the we've got the makings of a sweet old dad bar crawl that'll last at least two <laughs> bars deep. War War Two Towers are a sacred local attraction that still feel as tall and sketchy from the top as they did when I was four years old. Downtown Bethany isn't super high on my list, but it's a neat little baby Rehoboth that seems like its space limitations <laughs> might make it immune to the urban sprawl. And Jimmy is a down-to-earth local country music superstar who gives back to his community and plays here all the time. Honestly, it's a combined list that sets you up for a hell of a summer. 13.3% of the votes. Catman, fifth place. Good job, Catman. I'm not Plus, last. Climbing up the boards. <laughs> now, Catman, you have a, another long comment. They voted for you, but instead of telling why they voted for you, they told us what was wrong with everybody else's picks. And he didn't include me, by the way. So we talked about everybody else. But um, these are the reasons why this guy didn't pick your teams. Pines Posse. Still have never been to Sea Witch and Dewey Beer. While at, at times tasty, tasty hurts the pocketbook too much for an afternoon beer. I'll take the $2.22 ounce special, please. Caesar Rodney. You had me. Then you lost me at Pumpkin Chunkin. Now, Chicken Chunkin. That would be a true Southern Delaware sight to behold. Dart Bus. I have long hair but I don't begin to claim that I fit in with the surfers of the naval jetty. Girlfriend at the time, now wife, bought me a board, nearly died, <laughs> nearly died trying to learn. Now I stick to beers and stand-up paddle boards. I will, however, take a sequench. Small wonder. No disrespect to the fair. I used to go every day when I was in town when I was in high school. But have you ever gone and just people watched? Wow. Not to mention 20 bucks a pop to get in. 20 bucks a meal per person to eat. One of your kidneys <laughs> to acquire a wristband for rides plus heat exhaustion, and lots of manure. I'm out. I'm super sad Cape and Lopin even shared a category with the fair. So, Kevin, that was a vote for you and reasons why he didn't vote for all of us. Fourth place, 15.7% of the votes. The only comment included, I love it all. <laughs> Caesar Rodney, Shine's team, fourth place. Yeah. All pretty close. I'm telling you, all the votes are about two or three apart, so it's not... Too bad. In third place, with 18.1% of the votes. Comments included, Pizzaville is the best in town, also has the coldest beer in Delaware. <laughs> and Sea Witch and Sours from Dewey Beer Company, Dream Team. JCat, Tall Pines Posse, third place. Represent. Battle of the Bros. Sour beer <laughs> is disgusting. What'd you say, bro? Battle of the Bros. Battle of the Bros. And with one more vote than JCAT in second place, comments included great memories on the boardwalk and I love shopping and tax-free shopping and big fish for the win. Straight out of ABTV, Angola by the Bay, 19.3%, my team. And in first place with 22.9% of the votes, comments included Cape and Lopen State Park is my happy place. So serene and beautiful. So many childhood memories at Funland. The State Fair is always an experience. Saw Kelly Clarkson there. Lots of other big names, too. AI, AI is the best, and yum, Louis. And the last comment, and your last comment, bro, is 
just destroys all other options. Birdo, small wonder, first place. Nice. Congratulations, Bobby. I was not expecting a win, but I'm going to take it. That's a solid team. You were sweating that Louis pick. Yeah, I just felt like Louis Louis was one of the best things in Rehoboth, but not the best things in Delaware. I could have broadened my pick on that. Yeah, you got a couple votes because of Louis. I know that. But I will say this was the second most votes we've had in total. So nice. Gaining the fan base, gaining some listeners, hopefully. Definitely gaining some voters. About to lose them on this one. Uh, All right. What we should have drafted. What we should have drafted. We talked about a lot of this. Most of the comments were because we didn't draft things up north. So a lot of up north things were picked, but um, not too bad. Uh, the things we should have drafted. The outlets. Scrapple. Delaware General Corporation Law. <laughs> Drive on surf fishing beaches. T.S. Smith's Orchard. Try the apple donuts hot out of the oven and you'll know why. Apple They're Scrapple good. Festival. Are they? Yeah. Broadkill Beach. Shh. It's still a secret. Kate May Lewis Ooh. Ferry. <laughs> Lewis Dairy Queen. I will specifically choose one aspect of the state fair to pay my respect. Demolition Derby. Chief Destructive <laughs> Entertainment. White Clay Creek. Shout out to UD people. Low income tax. Low property tax. Corporate tax law. These are things we should have drafted, by the way. Low population. University of Delaware. Cape Schools. Well water. Proximity to important cities, mild climate, seasonal weather, arenas, grottos, Dewey Beach, Sodell restaurants, casinos, Riverwalk in Wilmington, Tower Road Beach, Culture Pearl, Horseshoe Crab Festival, Old Mill Crab House, Core Brothers, Georgetown Pizza King Thin Thin Crust, Hunting and Fishing Areas, Trolley Square, Greenville, Main Street in Newark, Christiana Mall, Candy Kitchen, we've talked about that, Firefly, The Bike Trail, 4th of July on 2nd Street, Lums Pond, Bellevue State Park, Rockwood, Brandywine Creek State Park, Agave, Mississippian Brewing, Blue Hens, Aubrey Plaza, Blue Rock Stadium, and the Riverfront. Also, it's the first state and King's Ice Cream circa late 90s, 2000s. Oh, J-Cash shout out. Hey, that's service. Now I have a question. Top notch, Eric. Yeah. Do these people stop at listing just five things, or are there people that list like enormous amounts of things? Most are like the most would be five. These are just pulled from every like anything okay. different. I try to pull and le- at least give the fans something that they want to hear. What they like? I heard like share. like when you were saying like the corporation tax law. Like, is that really well, the same person five? listed? Like, I apparently, I mean, he listed a couple of things, but they were all very similar. <laughs> and they just start listing things that's um, like all that. He's a local hater. It's tough um, when you're picking just five things. Like, that's what uh, I like. Sodell restaurants was on my list, and it's like, I mean, there's rarely a time that if i go somewhere it's not a sodal restaurant because they're so good should have drafted it and the last comment not too long but uh vanderwen's ice cream you get a ridiculously large cone for dirt cheap free holiday community activities halloween was so ridiculous so much candy given out by businesses traffic 
I know it's worse in the summer, but Virginia, D.C., and Maryland traffic is 100 times worse all year long with no back roads. Uh, scenery, property tax, well, at least this used to be a huge plus. So those are the things we should have drafted. Any last comments on the Delaware draft? Makes Delaware look like a pretty cool place. Delaware is a pretty cool place. Speaking of merchandise, Pizza Villa has sweet hoodies available. Somebody should try and move back to Delaware. You can wear it while you drink your cold beer. Damn right. Eat the best pizza. What's up? Elvis on the back. How much are the hoodies? I mean, they're cash only, baby. They're like 35. I think they're like 30, 30 something bucks. Yeah, it's not much. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when you get a sale, it might be a little cheaper. All right. Well, since the Super Bowl is right around the corner, this week's draft is the best things about football. Anything related to football, at football at any level, anything you want to tie into a football theme. So, Dilt, first pick in the football draft. We don't well, have it any other way. With the first pick, I guess I got to go with the big game itself, since you can tie that to everything from high school dreams to college hopes to NFL draft uh, planning. I don't know. Uh, yeah, give me the Super Bowl. I thought you were going to say the Puppy Bowl for a second. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'd be great if someone drafted the Puppy Bowl. <laughs> now they have like cats, like cat cheerleaders. <laughs> and the best thing about the Super Bowl dilts, I agree with the pick, is that it's winner takes all. Like, there's no series. It's you can have a. I mean, you can have a bad game. Like, the you Bills know. were so dominant back in the '90s, and they lost four in a row. It's just like heartbreaking because they were and, so good it's like they couldn't get the you know, monkey off it, their back and, and it needs to be a national holiday and the day after you know, yeah you know the parties you can have the bets you can make it's just the whole day it's it's a great day why yeah, can't you just make it on saturday way. just make it saturday night make it okay. it's super bowl here. sunday super bowl saturday wish, rhymes too close enough all right, I wish they'd have, how about how about noon on sunday east coast time noon there you go. That's going to work, too. Yeah, 3.30 time wouldn't be too bad, either. Super Bowl, first pick. All right. Super hoist Bowl. It. He's going to ho- hoist that Lombardi this week. All right, Catman, second pick. All right, I'm going with a piece of equipment that's very iconic to football, the football helmet. <laughs> it's iconic. It's plastered everywhere. It's something that's different compared to other sports. Everyone kind of looks like a rock'em, sock'em robot a little bit. Where your team pride on the side. Everyone's got a football helmet somewhere. I know Jay Cat's probably got like five of them. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going with the football helmet. They're like pieces of art. They're really cool. Yeah. Dude, it's it was so much fun customizing your helmet when you were playing. From face masks to visors to your chin strap to what you put on the back of them to identify yourself. It, you it got was, the pick. What? Yeah. Like your really? face mask and stuff. Yeah. In high school or college. High school, yeah. I'd be like, I don't want that helmet. Uh, that's a terrible face mask. Can I have that face? They mask? would, they would replace the face mask with a different one, or they would just, you would just get a different helmet with a different. Face no, mask. no, you you can swap face masks uh, if your school has the budget. You don't get the one bar across your your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Should we specify that you don't want like the old brown leather helmet, Robert? <laughs> no, the. Yeah, the plastic shell, Rydell, 1939. All right. Shine, next pick. I think before before the game, 
when you're at the game, tailgating is like mm-hmm. a religion of sorts for all football fans and non-football fans. Even if you don't like football, you still like tailgating. And some people like go to tailgate and never make it in the stadium. It's um, terrible. I was just going to say, I had tailgating is not terrible. You just <laughs> throw football around. Tailgating is amazing. Drink beer. It's like sometimes better than the game itself. I can't tell you how many Eagles games I've been to the parking lot, but never stepped inside, <laughs> inside <laughs> the stadium. Yeah, I won't say it's terrible. I just, I can't, I don't care about the drinking. So, but like, you're right, throwing like cornhole, throwing yeah. football around, like hanging out before the game. And everywhere you cool. go, it's different. There's like, like its own little style. Um, when we went to Philly this year to watch the Niners game, like it was just a little bit different than when we were in San Francisco and uh, all the years of Delaware tailgating. You know, everyone's got their, their own little style of tailgating. It's kind of fun. You could you could check out like the street vendors selling like three pencils for five bucks and like yep. knockoff t-shirts. <laughs> and it's just something that you don't do. Like people don't tailgate for basketball games. They don't tailgate before baseball games, really. Not not True. like it is for football. Tailgating. J Cat, fourth pick. Shoot, you guys took some good ones off the board early, man. Well, I knew the bowl was definitely gonna go. So oh for me, there's nothing like Friday night lights playing under the lights on Friday night. It's a ritual that young men go through, you know, from the oil fields of Texas to, you know, the Palisades of California to the dusty shoreline of Cape and Lopen State Park just up the road. There were some battles on, you know, on Friday night. And when the lights come on and it's like dewy on the field and the band starts playing and you're walking out from the tunnel, man, there is no feeling like that in the world and I'm, I'm telling you like it's my one of my fondest memories of my life is every time i got to walk out under those lights and play i think our fans need to know that johnny was not just a football player he was the starting quarterback for at least two seasons so he was legit on the field making plays good football player jcat is thanks pablo beast mode we, so were, in the crowd, we were in the crowd watching you jcat on them friday night lights sir what years did you play? Go ahead. Uh, high school. Uh, I graduated in 2000. I played all four years. Oh. And th- you graduated 2000. Mm-hmm. I probably actually saw you play, but didn't realize. From the senior center. Pulling <laughs> <laughs> co <Holinko> vanix. Phil's <laughs> just using the like wheelchair ramp to elderly ramp <laughs> to get up in the stands. Pop quiz: How much were hot dogs at the Cape Lopen bandstand? Dollar fifty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. You both said the same thing. J.K., um, what was it like on Fridays wearing your jersey to school? How invincible <laughs> did you feel on home home game Fridays? It was the greatest. You wake up in the morning, you know you're going to wear your jersey, and you're like, well, what kicks am I going to wear? Am I going to wear my Tims? Am I going to wear my blue and gold Nikes? Am I going to have my socks hanging out of the back of my jeans? Like, it, 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 was, it was nuts. Like, the whole day Friday. Like you were locked in from the moment you like woke up. Quick, quick sidebar, Berto. What was it like wearing your ROTC uniform to school on Friday? <laughs> first off, it was Wednesday. It was, no. the worst. It was the worst. It was the worst season of my life. I 
hated it. That's why I couldn't take it. The only reason I signed up for the class was our basketball coach was supposed to be the teacher, which he was not. So it was straight misery every Wednesday when it rolled around. Socks oh. tucked into boots. Awful. Just <laughs> horrible. Shout out Tom Sheehan. That's all. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I think. He would wear the shirt, the undershirt on non Wednesdays just because. <laughs> <laughs> Brown like undershirt. <laughs> I really hope he hears that. <laughs> well, he's only Tom. got one ear now. <laughs> I love Tommy. He's the man. All right. So I have the next pick. And not much came off my list other than the Super Bowl. And there's just – it's such a wide range. It's like my first pick and my fifth pick are pretty much the same. Like there's no – like there's nothing that I really need. But I'm going to say – I'm going to change up from pro football to college football. And I'm going to say that when there's an upset in college football, nothing's better than thousands of people storming the field and which they don't really let you do it anymore, but tearing down the goalposts is incredible. I would know I did it at the Clemson Florida state game 2001 and I was on top of the 2004. Yeah. My senior year. Rolled, rode the goalpost while people were like carrying it. I was up there for like 10 seconds and then someone just pulled me down. It was incredible. So riding the goalpost, storming the field on a college football game is incredible. It doesn't get better than that. Yeah. You, you, you were not a, a fan of tailgating, but we tailgated that whole day. It was amazing. We busted up. We Clemson beat Florida State for the first time in a long time when you stormed the field. And the crowd was like, it was actually kind of scary on the field. And I look up and Eric is literally sitting on the field goal post. Like, That's my brother. It's awesome. And you, and you had like a bum foot, right? Weren't you, wasn't your foot in a cast or something? So I didn't, I didn't go that weekend because I had a senior capstone. Pretty that I was dance recital? No, 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 no. I had a senior capstone that I was working on and I didn't, I had to get this project done for school. And I'll never forget watching Sports Center that night and seeing what happened. And I was like, bruh, I missed wow. that. <laughs> I didn't know you were supposed to go. That's funny. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was a fun weekend, man. That was awesome. So, Birdo. You kind of said this, bro. You, like, nothing on my list is, like, specifically higher than anything else. I'm going to preface all my picks by saying I like football. I don't love football the way a lot of people do. Like I, I just, I'm not obsessed with it the way some fans are, but I like football. So I'm kind of, um, you know, a little different in the, the things that I like. So I'm going to pick something, which is also one of my favorite quotes from any movie, which Rob will know exactly what I'm talking about. Because if you ever eat a grape with a spoon, the next words out of your mouth have to be trick plays. <laughs> from Remember the Titans. I just love when a good trick play is executed, it comes out of nowhere. I'm always anticipating, like, is it going to be a trick play? Like, is it going to be a fake punt? Is it going to be a, you know, reverse handoff something? I like trick plays. I love when they work. It's exciting. It gets me going. And you can only do it every once in a while. So the anticipation feels good to me. Flea Flicker. Yeah, I had that on my list, too. It's a good pick. The annexation of Puerto Rico. <laughs> True. <laughs> back-to-back picks i'm gonna go way back before college before high school i'm gonna pick playing two-hand touch like 
with a group of friends, like three on three football quarterback. You just you ran around like crazy until someone got open and you chased down your friends and you, and you two in touch. I mean, we, sometimes we do tackle, but it got a little crazy. We would play anywhere. We'd play in the street. We'd play on a patch of grass next to a driveway. We'd play on an actual field. I just loved playing football with friends. And when you got a group of like 12 guys, or 12 kids, six on six, it was just awesome. Catching passes and like running to the sidelines, get out of bounds, stuff like that, and touchdowns. So two-hand touch with friends. Two-hand touch. I'm just going to put playing backyard football, or you want two-hand touch football with friends. Well, you know, I'd go with the two-hand touch. That's going <laughs> to so – Two-hand touch. Two touch with okay. friends. Because and, and football, touch. too. <laughs> yeah, because when I got into high school, two-hand touch meant something different. <laughs> There's two monsters out there. One of them I like, and one of them I don't really love. So, I, But it would get votes, so I'm trying to decide which one I want to take. But I, I'm going to take Tecmo Super Bowl because it was the start. It was the start of the football video game. It was great. You could still play it today, even though it's just looks terrible. You know, certain players, you have your teams. Bob's already said it. Ready, down, hut, 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 hut. <laughs> just, just kicking the extra points, just the guy diving in front for the block. It was just a great game. So Tecmo Super Bowl is my second pick. That's a huge one off the board. Yes, it is. The halftime show, too. Mm-hmm. And the opening, the opening with like LT and the, the yeah. stadium for like the updated one. The music gets me hyped every time. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, boy. JCAT. Okay. It wasn't making it back to me. I know that. So that's for sure. When I was a young chubber back in the, uh, in the, in the trailer park, late at night, I would uh, lie awake and I would watch a bunch of uh, different little short films made by NFL films and they were narrated by Steve Sable so the frozen tundra of Lando you know Lambeau Field and (laughs) so from NFL films like he was they were groundbreaking in what they did so they archived all this amazing stuff like that's where I learned about like Hank Stram and the Kansas City Chiefs like 25 plus tower Toss power trap boys i told you Aha. like that was like one of the first televised super bowls like where they had somebody on the sidelines and this guy's hamming it up but nfl films is amazing uh just the camera work the music i can hear like the music come out right now like when like the raiders like come on the field and in this little nfl films thing you know like it's great so uh nfl films uh is one of the greatest conduits we have for the game itself JK, that was a great description by the way i got like a chill with your like description <laughs> hearing like john facinda like yeah shine oh yeah so i'm i'm not surprised it's still here i know it's a love hate item but i love it i play too much of it during the football season and I have run my very own for what will be 19 seasons. And my second pick is fantasy football. Yeah, that was the one I debated on. Mm-hmm. Me too. It's on my list. Fantasy. I don't fantasy. love it. Fantasy football. I still love-hate relationship. 
Mm, so when you introduced me to fantasy football, I had no idea about it until you like needed an extra body in your league when you started wow. it. Wow, changed your life, and what I regretted that decision. What a bomb since. just dropped on the podcast. <laughs> regretted that decision ever. I mean, since. How, how great is fantasy football? And watch football, and then maybe win your own title by watching the football. I mean. <laughs> And that's why I like it. it. It Sundays turning on red zone and just watching like every game. And most of the games have someone either on your team or you're playing against, and you're like, you know, screaming and yelling at the TV for each like touchdown scored, uh, each tackle, field goals are just more important. I don't know. Just think fantasy football is a lot of fun. So that would be my second pick. I, mean, I think that definitely... I... Go ahead, Dils. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, just, I think that helped boom the popularity because now you care about more than just your team and you start to learn about other players and you become a fan of individual players. I think that's the big thing nowadays is there's not as much loyalty to a team, but you're just, people are fans of individual players now. The maddening part about it is like, it's actually a lot older than what people think. And yeah. they used to play it, you know, before uh, we had, you know, ESPN keeping, keeping track of the score for us, which that part to me seems mind boggling. Yeah, people used to hound the newspapers yeah, like early morning, like where the scores. <laughs> Go like, back. Like, the newspaper and see who had catches and who had many yards. And like, they had to do it all on paper. You and you didn't know the right. scores for weeks, like your fantasy scores. You didn't know if you won for weeks or something, right? That's too much work. I think, I think yeah. Was, I mean, I can tell you how much work it is just running, you know, my own league. I have something keeping score for me. So to have to. Probably a little, probably a little less than running a podcast, but. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Here's why I don't like fantasy football as far is because garbage time tds and garbage time pets like padded stats are terrible and your team could be like much better but you could lose because the team's down by like 30 and all they do is pass like stuff like that and then like oh and like the playoffs the playoffs are so late in the season like sometimes you have like Peyton Manning on your team and then like he would have a bye clinched in like week 12 so he wouldn't play during your playoff week so it's like i get it's part of the strategy but it sucks and like bye weeks suck because you feel like pick up scrubs just to, I don't know. I guess that's part of the fun. It does add to the mayhem. And you got knuckleheads trying to trade and then convince you why you're trade, why they, you should trade them that. Collusion. Oh, Mark Johnson right there. <laughs> Thousand percent. Shout out. Catman. Oh, for my second pick here, I'm going with something that gives NFL fans every hope. Well, every April they get hope. That some 20-year-old kid is going to come in and save their franchise. It's a combination of college football and NFL. It meets on a huge weekend, and that's the NFL draft. The impetus for this podcast, maybe? <laughs> somewhat. somewhat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I mean, not the NFL draft. I've always liked drafts, though. NBA draft was always my favorite, like because it wasn't three days long and 300 picks, but I get it. Yeah. Watching, watching the first round of NFL draft is tough, though. It's hours and you're mm-hmm. like mid to late round picks it's like let me just see who the eagles are picking like ah 
All right, Dilch, you got back-to-back picks. I'm going to go with one of my obvious choices. Give me sports book gambling. Gotta <laughs> love it. Love, <laughs> love prop bets. I love parlays. <laughs> and it's getting better. The more and more they're making it legal across the country, good time to be an American. I don't know how you keep it all straight, Dilts. He's got like tickets on tickets and one ticket cancels out to another ticket. He has like wands is the word Caesars, Bobby. Really? Wands of tickets. Wild. Dilts, do you keep like a record of your wins and losses or is it better to not do that? Uh, (laughs) This legit question. Not so much. You know, usually I do, you know, I generally have a good idea in my head and I do okay. Question is, is the wife with an earshot right now? Yeah, she is. (laughs) (laughs) What a true degenerate says, I have a pretty good idea. (laughs) And I've never seen you bet more than $5 at a time. Um, next pick, I gotta go with. Um, on to the next one. Well, I mean, I have to talk about some sports bets if you want. Oh, no, go ahead. Shine's nose was growing no, over there. No, what was your biggest win ever? Nothing crazy. It was like a grand, maybe. I'm not winning like that one guy all over, all over the news did a $20 bet. You had to guess the score for both the games, and he won over half a million. Oh, I think that was the exact big... score. Yeah. Yeah, for the for, two for championship both games. games. It was probably Biff Tannen. got that sports almanac (laughs) next pick i don't know if i'll have to pick i think this is counts as one thing but if it counts i have to split it up i'll decide in a minute but uh give me nfl sunday ticket that thing is the greatest thing ever because you can pick each game but it also includes red zone because that's what i really want to include is the red zone because that's really like seven hours of ad-free football you have to you have to take one or the other because the red zone is available from other providers as well you can't get red zone now if it's in the ticket either right i don't i like where your head's at trust me uh, but um, all right then then give me red zone it, it was amazing for me this season because i don't i can't i don't have direct tv so i can't get sunday ticket which is fine because the lines are in rebuild but red is that zone what you call I, it? yeah <laughs> Since 57, baby. You don't want to torture yourself every Sunday, Dilt? Yeah. Ever since so Bobby Lane left. left. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All righty. Back to you, Catman. So what was everybody's, like, first football growing up? Rubber ball with the oh, question. Oh, Nerf. Oh, boy. Nerf. I'm going the, the hut. Nerf. Oh, Vert- no, Vortex? Uh, You're going Vortex? I'm going, no, I'm going just the standard Nerf football. Always had a bite taken out of it for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> missing a bite. Neighborhood like dog. Colors. Yeah. Or snowbird. Yeah. <laughs> Nerf football. Wow. That was on Nerf or nothing. Not the vortex, really. It always no, got like just... soaking wet, and then you'd like chuck it at somebody and like knock them down or something. <laughs> Nerf football. All right, shine. This is something I'm surprised hasn't been picked by. Sir Dilts. Oh, you oh man. Sorry, buddy. I, uh, I, let, you, you. I let you I let you do it. I let you try. I gotta take it. Uh, Everyone loves Thanksgiving because of the food and football. So Thanksgiving Day games is gonna be my third pick. It's not Thanksgiving. Uh, look at, look at so Jason. can I still draft what it is for me? 
<laughs> Tailgating, fantasy, and Thanksgiving. Shine is, we might not get any votes, period. He couldn't get all the votes. I hope you're right, Bobby. Dude, your team is a juggernaut. I got two points. We, we all know the sentimental attachment, though, for Dilts with Thanksgiving. That's huge. I know. Mm-hmm. I, I gave him three shots. Well, how long are we supposed to sit there and let him <laughs> I didn't think anybody was going to take it. Dilts oh, has a yeah. big team, a good team, it's too. It's like though. one of my favorite Why? things about football. Yeah, but I mean, I could still draft it, right? Because it's not Thanksgiving at my house. It's called Lions Day, where Santa Sanders and Calvin Claus come down the night before and leave <laughs> presents. <laughs> yeah, leave turds on the field. Well, yeah, like early <laughs> retirements. That's not a present. <laughs> I'll say why I don't like Thanksgiving football is because this stinking Cowboys are always playing. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care. Get off the screen. Like, you're not America's team. Turduckins. Turduckins. But doesn't that make you want to watch it? Like, as much as I hate the Seahawks, I would still watch Either it. Either that or hoping that they lose. hundred <laughs> percent. I watch every Cowboy. I watch probably more Cowboys games than Eagles games because I just, the, the, my desire for them to lose is so strong. I'm not even exaggerating. I cannot stand it when they win. I just think about their generic fan base. All right. Let me, uh, I might draft them. I might draft anytime <laughs> Dallas loses. It's on my list. So let me just settle down. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I have something very similar on my list. Jcat, next pick. I am from the Deion Sanders uh, thought process of if you look good, you play good. And the team who has the best-looking uniforms in the history of football all the time are the Oregon Ducks. They blew the roof off of college football probably about 10 years ago when they started coming out with what they call a catalog for their uniforms. And if you ever played a certain game, you were going to be the ducks because you had infinite options to choose from. And every Saturday when they took the field, it was like a fashion show. What are the ducks going to wear? You know, that's that Nike money, but yeah, the Oregon ducks uniforms, one of the best things about football. They are fire. I I've never thought about that. Jay Cat is all about that fashion. He always had the wristband like halfway up his arm. Mm-hmm. Five, got got the towel. My, my ankles were spatted. I look good. <laughs> I um I have to pick this now because Bobby's the only person that would pick this and he's got back-to-back picks. So the greatest moment in my football history, life, not me playing, but in general was the Philadelphia Eagles winning the Super Bowl. The joy and elation that went through my body. I was I had no part in, in any of the wins. I didn't do anything other than cheer and had a strong desire. It was the first Super Bowl in franchise history. They had like previous championships, but before it was called the Super Bowl or whatever. Finally, people could stop saying, how many Super Bowls do you have? When there was an argument about what your team is or whatever. Must but be nice. They have. Yeah. Stop that, mentioning that. <laughs> they hoisted the Lombardi Trophy with Nick Foles, who the played man. out of his mind to really win special. the Super Bowl for the Eagles. The team was battled, just had so many injuries that year. They lost multiple starters. They just battled. They beat the GOAT. In one of his Super Bowl losses, the Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl win is what I'm drafting. Super Bowl 
Well, in all fairness, Nick Foles learned from Uncle Rico in that one movie we saw. (laughs) I didn't know if you would think that or the Philly special. No, I got to take the, the the win. The Philly special is great and all Trick right plays. before halftime. Trick plays. Trick play. There's only been four things taken off my list. Wow. Yeah. So my list is totally more obscure than yours. So this is kind of a stretch. But like I said, yeah, I, I like football. I don't love football, but I do love some football movies. There are some movies that just – capture the essence of football remember the titans is just amazing um invincible Friday night lights varsity blues replacements water boy draft day so many movies about football that are just i love so i'm gonna Say go it, Rob. football movies what Vontae mack no matter what no what did he forget <laughs> what did he Brain. intentionally forget no <laughs> <laughs> never seen it hanging in the colas mm, yeah i've never seen rudy i'm not i'm not gonna watch it I'm going to pick this goes along with what J-Cat said, watching J-Cat on the field and our buddies, Tommy and Mark and Trippy watching our friends play on Friday night. You get hyped for our boys. But what got us also hyped was that drum line, that drum cadence. That... <laughs> yeah, that, that music is like ingrained in my head about football sitting on the freezing cold bleachers. Watching our friends, cheering them on. So I'm going to go with, and there's a movie about it, Drumline. I'm going to mm-hmm. go with like football, band, and, and college. Like, you know, I Clemson had a, a band, just the marching band. Tiger Rag. Tiger Rag. I'm going to go with uh, like the drum, the drumline cadence, drumline. Football mm-hmm. bands. Yeah. Not the bands, like the, the actual drumline. The cadence, isn't it called a cadence? Like that beat. Mm-hmm. White songs. So football, drumline, cadence. I had it on my list that says when the band hits. I would say <laughs> bands because that gives when they play the music. That's what you're drafting. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm watching band show. It's just there's something about that sound and that music that just throws me back to those bleachers. Watching my boys. I always think of the Cape fight song too. I will say, I, bro, I thought you were going to draft. I had something. I had chilling in the stands at, like, high school football games, like trying to catch footballs from the cheerleaders and, like, you know, uh, getting yeah, $1.50 hot dogs. So yeah. To me, so, to me, that pick kind of encapsulates that. Like, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, to me, and Johnny's saying on the field, to me, the drum line is being in the stands. So it's, like, kind of like Friday Night Lights, but being a spectator. I only have two picks left, and I there's just so many things I kind of want. When you play football video games, the best part about that was creating a player, <laughs> right? So when I did that, I always put myself on defense because I didn't want to just like try to get all the touchdowns. So I just try to bounce. I was just, you know, so I'm drafting defense in football because it's awesome because there's big hits, uh, turnovers, like, you know, they have like turnover change. They have like, they have celebrations now for getting defensive turnovers defensive touchdowns like there's no other sport where you can like get points by playing defense this is why baseball is terrible because when your team's not at bat you just sit there and like hope they don't score hockey yeah and basketball there's a quick turnaround you can have a turnover and go back the other way yes but it's not the same as in football it just has that like excitement something about big defensive plays hits turnovers it gets the crowd hype just as much as you can on offense like the game can flip 
like any moment because of the defense. And so how much draft? How awesome does it feel when your defense either has a goal line stand or does yeah. like have forced or like down a stop? Yeah, it's it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So the draft just, Eagles, when they had that bend don't break defense, it always stopped you in the red zone. It was awesome. Jcat. I got so many. It's unreal. I'm going to mash two things into one here with this pick. Uh, my love of peewee football and my love of mascots. Those games where the mascots destroy the Pop Warner kids at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> one of the best things I've ever seen. The mascots tee off on these little kids and everybody's going nuts. I remember one. I want to say it was the Denver uh, Nuggets mascot, um, you know, the Cougar or whatever he was, just Rocky. lit a kid. Yeah, Rocky <laughs> just lit a kid up on the sideline and everybody's cheering and it's OK. And I'm just like, that's football to me because mascots are great. And you, this is your welcome to the NFL moment right here. So, yeah, mascots trucking kids at halftime. Uh, that was not on my list. No. <laughs> no. no, but was Andy Reid's punt pass and kick footage on anybody's list when he wow. was like, <laughs> he was seven foot five and 13. The Rams uniform. Yeah. <laughs> he launched that ball. Stepped into it too. So he was like, it's going there. <laughs> <laughs> He's a walrus. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Shine. Everyone, guarantee you, has their favorite memory of one of these mine is terrell owens pulling out the sharpie surprising the world my fourth pick is touchdown celebrations damn it's a good pick yeah we might as well quit his team is just this is like the patriots of the the draft right now that's what's no part you got the dirty bird i know i know jay cat Jamal Anderson, baby. Yeah, You got the icky, the icky shuffle. shuffle. <laughs> you got the Joe knows. Horn pulling out the cell phone. I yep. like when Gronk just smash spikes it, like the like old school, just spikes it Gronk as far as he can. I was like the old school spike. Thomas uh, yeah, just handed spike. the ball to ref, right? Eric should yes. love the the to run into the Dallas Star. Oh yeah, and he got smashed. It was unbelievable. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> But then he played there for like seven years. So, but yeah, touchdown celebrations. Awful. Everyone loves them. They tried to get rid of them there when they were getting a little bit crazy. Uh, now it's more like a team wide celebration thing. Um, all, all, all fun, fun and games. Good pick, Catman. I'm going college football rivalries. Nice, because like Just you can go football. all season. Yeah, mm-hmm. because in the NFL there are some rivalries, but they don't really last long. You know, it depends on the team and who's there and the players. That's if you're um, a Dolphins fan, I guess. They're not the same. Like, you can't say Dolphins, Patriots, and the Red River Showdown are the same thing. Like, it's not even close. You're right. Um, or, the, or, like, the Stop. Iron Bowl, all that stuff. Um, yeah, I guess you're right. Army, yeah. Navy, Ohio State, Michigan. That's, like, not even close to the same. So it was, like, Oh, is it Niners Seahawks it, for three years? Like, isn't Wisconsin Minnesota <laughs> play like for like the Paul Bunyan axe or something? Yeah, the battle yeah. for the axe. Yeah, and it's it's the last you're playing for something. I still think you'd be better off just saying rivalries in general, but 
That's what I thought. I thought division rivalries because when anytime the Eagles play the Cowboys, Giants, or Redskins, mm-hmm. I get all like uh, oh, tensed yeah. up. No, I'm I'm yeah. with Catman. He's right. No, he's right. Me too. College football rivalries are unreal. It's just different. It's always it until the end. It's the last game of the season. So even if your season's not good, that game means something to each team. No matter how bad your team is, you're going to get up for your rivalry game. Yeah. You know, like even if you're playing someone that's highly ranked or, you know, a powerhouse, doesn't matter. And then upsets in rivalry games are huge. Kind of going yeah. on what you were saying earlier. Dilts, last two picks. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if Rob just because I was going to take Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to take college football traditions. So does that count for rivalries? No, that's like, no. What? I think they're different. No, no, like because like they like they touch Howard's Rock at Clemson, yeah. and yeah. Uh, Ch- Chief Osceola puts a spear in down in uh in, you know at Florida State. Are you right, Bill? That is that's cool. They yeah, all definitely have- different. All right, give me that then. All right, college football yeah. traditions. Doesn't Clemson like ride the bus to the stadium too? Yeah, they they, they always run, show that, and like the buses are shaking and stuff. Like they run down the hill, and it just erupts, man. That place yeah, is yeah. pretty cool. So wow, <sighs> most electric, exciting thirty seconds in college football. It is wild. I mean, what does Notre Dame do? Like, look for some shamrocks on the side, like on the grass on the sideline, real quick. No, I mean they run out the tunnel, but that's like play, you know, play, no. <laughs> play like a champion today. They smack yeah, the sign, right? Yeah, yeah they, they smack, smack the, the sign. Yeah. Play like a champion today, sign. Yeah. yeah, going back to Rob's pick about the rivalries, I did go to Michigan Notre Dame game. It was under the lights too back in 2013, and that atmosphere was nothing like I've ever experienced before. What was it, Michigan? Who? Sorry, Michigan. It was Notre Dame at Michigan, so it was at the uh, big house, and it was um, nice. Michigan's second night game ever. And this is like two years after the amazing first night game when they beat Notre Dame in amazing fashion. Nice. Right, Rob? Remember that? <laughs> I like how you look over to my my screen. I can yeah. see your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I, it's college is so amazing. It's just different and just as good as NFL. I was going to say, when Jason picked tailgating, one of the coolest things about going to Clemson was waking up on a Saturday morning, and there was a, was a party four miles wide, just a party everywhere. Just tail, You could walk around complete strangers. You can just get food, throw football. It's just that college atmosphere is incredible. I'm debating my last pick between a couple things because one of the things I want to pick, it, it, I don't even care for it anymore because it's trash. But back in its heyday, it was amazing. Give me trading cards. Oh. <laughs> like football cards? Yeah. Yeah. Trading cards. Because uh, the hobby's back, baby. COVID brought it back. The uh, cards are sky high. You got. You going to take that shot? I was. I really was. <laughs> I was sitting there thinking, I'm looking at my list. And I was like, football cards or this next one? Or, you know, I'm like, I can't. Can't decide because I don't want to steal Dilts' thing here, but you already nice. stole my other one. <laughs> no, yeah, that's true. Payback for uh, Thanksgiving Day games, sure. Oh, yeah. Trade is there a trade in the works? Negative cards for Thanksgiving Day games, no, <laughs> but no, football cards are great. Um, I don't know, I have my boys collecting now, and it's kind of fun to see them pull out and teach them about the game through through the cards which is fun those sticker cards were always sweet there's sticker books where you get the, it was like a card but you had to put yep. it in like a we're doing section. them right now is that what you said yeah you said you got those now yeah 
I remember I was in seventh grade and our class did a thing where like they said, everybody go out and get a pack of sports cards and bring somebody back that you pulled. And we're going to have a contest where you send it off to try to get an autograph. And I didn't know a lot of players besides like Barry Sanders at that time. So I was like, pulled a pack and I got an Emmett Smith and I actually didn't know him, him at the time. And my buddy's like, Oh, he's really good. You should try him. And so I was like, all right, sweet. And I thought I pulled like this, you know, top guy of the league. And maybe I, you know, start dreaming on, oh, I'm going to get his autographs. It's going to be sweet. And then never heard back. And then years later, I heard that he used to keep all the cards he was sent, sign them and just keep them for, what a turd that's because he's a cowboy he's a piece you know and i've I've hated him and the cowboys extra ever since but dilt what if like one day like he's just waiting he's just waiting and all of a sudden he's gonna mail them all out to all those kids yeah well are they gonna forward that from my mission address (laughs) exactly (laughs) where's christopher diltz from (laughs) michigan now living in delaware yeah. All right, trading cards. So, Catman, your your last pick. All right, we were talking about this earlier. We can vote on it or not. It's probably like my favorite play in football. It's a trick play. Uh, the flea flicker. It's amazing. It's poetry in motion. When it's hit, it's unreal. It, it's hit. You can have it if you want. I, I don't. I don't think it's. I thought you were going to pick that think. other play. You guys want to give Rob? Let Rob pick that. So here's here's my take on this and i've thought this for a while i don't see the flea flicker as a quote-unquote trick play i see it as a play action because there's minimal risk in what they do there Uh, so they max protect you hand the ball to your running back he turns around about a step after getting the ball and and just kind of gives it back to you he flicks it back yeah he flicks it back (laughs) And I might and then, get crap for this, but, but it's not changing your rules as a defense right there. Like you're still waiting to see what happens after the second sec- step of the running back. If you're coaching anything right, you're going to freeze for a second or you're not going to freeze, you're going to read. So I don't necessarily think the flea flicker is a trick play. A lot of people will be like, oh, it's totally a, a trick play. But from your rules right there, no. I mean, that is just a max protect shot play that you're going to try to take. I'll tell you who froze was the Minnesota Vikings defense when Nick Foles threw one in the NFC Championship game on route to the Super Bowl. Torrey Smith, toe tap, touchdown, right at the goal line. Flea, so flea am I get, was unbelievable. So am I getting your vote then? All right. you, I'll give you a thumbs up. I don't care. Flea flicker, you can have it. Dilts. <laughs> Jake Hat says, yep. So, all right. He's got it. Flea flicker. Shine. This is terrible. <laughs> it's, it's, it's always so hard to pick your last pick because I always have like three or four more that I can do easily defend. Oh my gosh. Um, Why don't you just pick beer and smash us all? I say $17 <laughs> beers. I know, right? Not in the land. We can't slide. win, but there's cheap concessions. I'm actually going off script because i actually like mark the ones i i really like but i this one's just kind of sitting here and it's kind of i feel like a big deal and i'm gonna make it my fifth pick um because the day after the biggest game of the year half the people are talking about the game 
and the other half are talking about the commercials. So oh, I'm gonna take shots. We should just give up commercials. Yeah. Just don't even put the uh, vote out. No. No, we're gonna talk about the commercials in a minute. I know, I know, Eric is. I knew it was gonna be his hate list, but I'm telling you right now, people watch the Super Bowl even if you don't like football because they watch for the commercials, and then the next day the commercials are being ranked. Everyone's talking about what you think of the game. Cool. What was your favorite commercial? And then it's like a 15 minute conversation. Right. Oh no. You just got every vote from people that don't really watch football. That that's what you got. You're right. Yeah, the commercials are terrible. And honestly, does anyone really care about the commercials anymore? I feel like ten years ago that was a thing, but like, yeah, like oh, you see that 3D Doritos commercial? Cool. No, they're not as it's special terrible. anymore because you can Blood watch it anytime. Cool. Right. Yeah. yeah. They get they get leaked, and you can watch it. Social yeah. media has killed everything in our lives, so, which makes no well, sense. Because good thing it killed commercials. They play the commercials before the roll. What's the point? I'd rather stare at a black screen with nothing than watch any commercials ever for the rest of my life. What you get with YouTube TV, by the way. <laughs> you literally See, I should start watching it more. You literally get like just the other day, Max and I were watching TV and he was like, So what's going on right now? And I was like, I think this is where like probably it's like a local commercial. Yeah. So we don't get to so watch you just get a little pocket of like, like a uh, waterfall or something. Yeah. <laughs> We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, J-Cat, can you decide for the fifth and crucial pick? You guys remember those bloopers videos you could get? Mm-hmm. Where you got guys running around a football field. It's like, whoop. NFL <laughs> bloopers videos were ne- will never not be funny to me. I'm sorry. It's great. You get these men being paid millions of dollars to do something at a high level. And if you put like a laugh track behind it and some weird music and they're screwing up, it's amazing. So football bloopers will. <laughs> Sean Connell. Oh, 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 the lip reading is ridiculous. I was about to say the lip readings are amazing. Right. Orange peanut for me. I accept you. <laughs> he's a bad. He's a bad man. I don't like him. I eat horse eggs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know some of these, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember the circus peanut one. That's it. <laughs> They're so long. I don't take the time to watch them. It's... I need my videos to quibby, quick bites. <laughs> oh, TikTok all the way, brother. My pick. I want to take like, Chris Berman because he rules. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he used to. I just remember watching NFL primetime. I would just no. get so hyped. His no one circles the wagon like the Buffalo Bills. Like Buffalo Bills. I just he anything back, he back, did back, was back, like back, 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 back. <laughs> that's baseball. The fastest two minutes in sports. Yeah, but I I will. I, he was like a late addition. I'm just gonna draft. I'll just mention it for my honorable mention. I'm just gonna take the hail mary because a hail mary. If when they come down with it, it's just like wow. I mean, it's gonna be college, high school, NFL, anytime. It's just awesome. Be Doug so the Flutie. Hail Mary, be Doug Flutie. He has a scene in the basketball court. I'm surprised <laughs> you picked something that originated or originated from the Dallas Cowboys. Ooh, Stallback Pearson was Ooh. the first time that Hail Mary was ever mentioned. By the way, thanks wow. NFL Films. Dun 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 so I'll take the Hail Mary kit. It was on my list, bro. It, it, it's that anticipation where you know they have to throw a Hail Mary, and you're like, all right, this is it, boys. And it's in the air. Yeah. And, down, and I will tell you this, in that Eagles Super Bowl win, 
when Brady dropped back and he threw that ball, I actually thought for a fraction of a second that Gronk came down with it and my heart just stopped. And Eric ran out the door screaming. And I just stared at the screen in disbelief. I stepped in a puddle. Is it going to happen? Soggy grass. Yeah, I thought he, I thought he called it. Socks were I ruined. Was, I was screaming at the top of my lungs. This bastard better not do this two years in a row. I was so pissed. I was like, ugh. So the Hail Mary catch. That means Birdo with the last pick of the NFL I, football I really draft, want, I guess I should say. I really want to pick this, but it's too close to my two-hand touch. I want to pick throwing a tight spiral. It is so <laughs> satisfying. It's like making a nothing but net three. It's like hitting a drive right down the middle of the fairway. Throwing that tight spiral and your boy just catching it like, ah, I'm just taking a few steps. I love it, but I'm not going to pick that tight spiral. The way it pick, comes off your finger. Yeah, you just know it. And it's, it looks like the ball is completely – it looks like it's not even spinning because it's so perfect. I want to pick the social element of – football and just having like watch parties where like five to ten of your friends are over you're eating nachos and wings and chili and you're just watching the game together talking cheering together screaming together so i guess we'll call it just like a watch party it doesn't have to be the super bowl so super bowl junior well it could be any it could be any like you know sunday in december or january or even like november where you're just hanging out with your friends kids running around like crazy watching football Hanging out, eating food. In efforts to keep it a little trimmed on time, for our honorable mentions, we got to really just kind of buzz through them because I feel like they take up more time than the draft sometimes. <laughs> so you can either hit a couple things or just name one or two and elaborate. But like, let's, we'll try to be quick on it. So, Birdo, honorable mentions. One handed catches, they're so cool. It's getting played out now. One handed catches. Odell? Odell. <laughs> yeah, not Odell. They were existed before him. And interceptions. One hand interception. Um, and game-winning field goals. When that ball in the air, it's like four seconds of just staring, waiting yep. to see if it's going to go in or not. I had game-ending kicks on my list as well. Yeah. I was going to draft that each game matters because there's only 17 games. So it's not yeah. like basketball, football, mm-hmm. hockey. There's so yeah. many games. It, just, it doesn't matter. Each game matters. Um, college football crowds and upsets so just crowds in general, they're just like raucous and, you know, crazy. And then college football upsets, but that kind of goes with, you know, storming the field. And then the last one I want to say is anytime the Cowboys lose, but comebacks, like at football comebacks, like it seems like no lead is ever safe and like huge leads are erased because of like the clock stoppage rule, especially in college football. And like just in a blink of an eye, you could be down, down 21 and up whatever, you know, up three. So just comebacks in football are just exciting and just kind of makes the game like you can never like really step away. 28 to three. JCat, next. Why Ooh. would you do that? <laughs> His face, you see how mad he is. If, I, if I leave right now, is that in bad taste? <laughs> no, I'd like oh, to come here and like come t- pay me a visit. Yeah, you don't live that far away. Oh, uh, no, it's cool. <laughs> Man, I'm already past that. Oh, uh, so uh, real quick, rapid fire. NCAA football 14. One of the yep. single greatest football games ever made. Um, it was in the cover. Uh, uh, it was uh, shoe, Shoelaces Michigan yeah. boy. Denard Robinson. Yeah. Denard Robinson, yep. Uh, the You Got Moss segment was always True. great. <laughs> That is good. Uh, Zuba's pants, like in the late nineties. Wow, unreal. Yes. Uh, but on a more serious note, and I didn't draft this because I don't know if people would get it. But the 
the brotherhood and bond you feel that is everlasting. Like after you play your last down of football with your brothers on that field, it lasts a lifetime. Like it really does. And it's one of the most amazing things about football that coupled with the life lessons that you learn from playing football. So that's it. Nice. Talking about place at the table, Jacob. Starting defense. <laughs> Shout out, Latimer. I like follow that. Uh, my short list, real quick. Underdogs. Shout out to my boy Frank Gore. He wasn't expected to be much, and he turned out to be. Uh, oh, wait, like his running, boxing match. Running backs. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't he the underdog? <laughs> Why do all my guys got to go and do something silly after their careers to ruin their reputation? Michael Jordan goes to the Wizards. Stupid move. Frank Gore goes to the boxing ring. Stupid move. Anyway, uh, you guys mentioned it earlier as a joke, but I know lots of people enjoy the Puppy Bowl. We're going to talk about (laughs) Delaware Stadium, those Blue Hens West Coast offense, 49ers staple. Shout out to Bill Walsh, one of the greatest superstitions. Shout out Paul Brown superstitions in general um you know up until the final minutes of this last game i had the same shirt on uh sitting on my part of the couch because for whatever reason i thought that was helping the 49ers win and get through the playoffs Um, bad luck to be superstitious blanchine i know uh and then last unless it works we all kind of (laughs) upon pieces of this but like homecoming weekend I always thought it was like a, you know, we see everyone, including like old players, come back. That's always kind of a cool, cool spot to be. That's my addition. I only got one right after Christmas. Uh, someone that kind of like epitomized like the love of football. Um, John Madden passed away, and I watched the Madden documentary that was made like right before he passed away, and it was just fun. Like everything about John Madden was fun and football. He's my honorable mention, and his games, which. Somehow, yeah, they were not drafted somehow. Yeah, yeah, I can't believe it. And I know we've kind of hit on this a little bit, but like football stadiums being in like iconic football stadiums and watching a game and being with like a full sold out crowd is like unbelievable. And Dilts, honorable mentions, piggyback off Rob. I was gonna say Madden, but the game has become so unbearable unbearable to play the last few years. But back (laughs) back in its heyday, there was nothing like Madden release day, the anticipation. Like going to Best Buy mm-hmm. or whatever, and you just couldn't wait to get home. And then you were just on that thing for like a whole weekend. And then the internet connection happened. I did a bunch of leagues that were a lot of fun for a while. I love free agent signing period is amazing because you you know everybody's getting shuffled around and getting all hyped about you know what might happen. Lee Corso's college game day pick is always a nice thing. <laughs> True. <laughs> My league shine. 2016 title it's amazing i'm a champion for life i can revoke that at any time all right what are your worst things about football dilts do you have any worst lambo refs (laughs) (laughs) so not refs in general it's no well refs in general yeah against detroit but i mean lambo refs are just on their own level man like it's uncanny what they call and don't call and I'll die in that hill. Mm-hmm. The NFL needs full-time referees. Robots. Well, they don't need full-time Lambo refs. 
I mean, what's the worst? I'm going to echo Chris Diltz's uh, sentiments and say that the refs are awful. Like, how do they not have an eye in the sky at this point? Like, we all have 4K TVs at home with HD. If I'm on my couch and can see what a catch is or if a ball's fumbled or if that's a first down or not, like, why can't four people that are on the field see it? It just something needs to be overhauled. It's, like, insane. Every week, not even games where I'm, like, I have, like, a horse in the race. I'm just, like, that's an awful call. Why are they moving the ball? He made it. Like, it's just too much. I don't think it's their fault. The game's moving so fast and they're on the ground. Yeah, and they're but human error. cameras that can tell you quickly instead of going into a booth. Just have a referee watching the screen somewhere else and saying, <laughs> that was clearly pass interference. Mike Pereira tells, tells us, the audience, before the refs know, so just have him tell the refs. Like, he can right, see yeah. Dean Blandino. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know everyone's expecting me to go 12th man here, but I'm not. I'm going to actually go with holders. Like, not kickers, not punters, but holders. That's actual position that is practiced every week, and it has to be done. I know precisely. I see your face, Jake. Hat turn it somewhere else. Laces <laughs> laces out. Turn it somewhere else. The, the fact that that position can actually have like a, a a positive or negative effect on an outcome of a football game is beyond me. But isn't it the backup QB typically, or someone like it's not a its own position spot, like own roster uh, spot. In today's NFL, it's usually the punter. Okay. Because your specialists all hang out together and they're weird. Holders are the worst. Not long snappers, but holders. The Holder. long snappers are the men. They are they're yeah. good people. Jake worst to Detroit legend. <laughs> <laughs> worst things about football, as aforementioned on a previous podcast, the wing key offense. Um, <laughs> my second is punting. I never want to punt the football. I always go for it. But my my main main thing that's worse about the NFL is the guy who plays Madden on rookie uh, mode commenting about what a team should do offensively because he's like, I just throw slants every day and I score seventy points. Like, come on, dude. Like, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> and lastly, Roger Goodell. All right, I have two things. I have the Pro Bowl just because it's the worst all-star game at any sport and the players don't want to play in it. Like when it was in Hawaii and stuff, it was kind of cool. And they had like the competitions. That was kind of cool. But I just feel like who, nobody, nobody cares, especially if the players don't care and not Super Bowl commercials, but commercials in general, like commercials during football games, because the games are so long. There's so many commercial breaks. I would rather stare at an empty field or just the, just the field view or videos of what's going on in the stadium show us what the people in the stadium are showing show us the kiss cam show us people scarfing hot dogs show what us people in line in line for the bathroom i don't care i cannot stand, com- stand commercials <laughs> <laughs> the length of nfl games there's so many commercials like if you dvr a game and can just not watch the score and fast forward to commercials it's the greatest thing ever you can finish the game in like an hour hour and 20 minutes it's incredible you don't just want to see the, the newest Ford F-150 truck commercial, 17 38 times, times driving through mud. It's cool. Bob's Burgers commercials. <laughs> I'm good. So I just took commercials during games. I can't take it. Erdo? All right. Commercials was on my list. Fantasy football was on my list, but we've talked about that before. We've kind of talked about this, just penalties in general. Like when you have a really good play that gets called back by a penalty, so annoying. But I'm going to go with halftime. It's so long. <laughs> hey, come on. Let's just keep playing. Do you really need that time discussing things? 
just get back on the field. And this is all half times, basketball half times, <laughs> intermissions. Just play the game, move on. We don't want to see a concert. Let's go. You'll be changing your tune when Jimmy Allen does the Super Bowl in three years. <laughs> He's from Delaware. Underdogs, the good guys. So that was the football draft. And before we wrap up, we're going to play a game called Croce's Clues. Tonight's topic, I even let you guys pick the topic. The only comments I heard back were the one I chose. So tonight's topic is I'm going to name four players from a college in order. Goes, in my opinion, from hardest to easiest, but who knows what you guys know. It's just kind of what I know. And you have to guess the college that these NFL players played in. Oh, my okay. God. I got no shot of this. <laughs> so remember, you have uh, one guess. Don't, if you already sh- guessed, please don't shout out. You're just ruining it for others. All right. That's, that, that's directed at me. <laughs> <laughs> so 10 points, one point each. Number one, Dustin Colquitt. Jason Witten, Reggie White, that is correct, Tennessee, Reggie White and Peyton Manning, the old Vols, number two, Clay Matthews, Juju Smith-Schuster, oh, Catman, USC is correct. Yeah, you got me, bro. I also had Troy Palomalu and OJ Simpson, Juice. (laughs) (laughs) Orenthal. Number three, Justin Tucker, Priest Holmes, Bobby Lane, Texas, Batman, Texas. Yeah, nice. Bobby Lane and Ricky Williams. Threw that one in there for you, Dale. <laughs> Bobby Lane has mentioned more than once somehow. I don't even know who he is. <laughs> Detroit Lions legend. Number four, Chris Collinsworth. You and Pouncy. No. The Pouncy Brothers. Florida. Yep. That is correct. Catman. The aforementioned Emmett Smith and Tim Tebow. Yep. Number five. Darrell Revis. Oklahoma. No. Mike Dicka. Virginia. No. So Darrell Revis, Mike Dicka, Larry Fitzgerald. Pittsburgh. And Dan- I heard I heard Blanchine. What? I, did anyone else say you said it too, Rob? I said Pitt. You did? I just heard Shine say it louder. I'll check the tape. Also another NCAA cover boy. He said it loud. Yeah, Dan, and then Dan Marino is my last one. Yeah, I couldn't. I didn't hear you, Rob. I just heard Blanchard say it louder. All right, number six. Ken Stabler. Alabama. That is correct. Wow. Dang. I didn't think anyone knew that. Derek Thomas, snake. Joe Namath, and Derek Henry. The snake. Number seven. Nicole Hardman. Georgia. <laughs> Wow, I can't believe you knew that. <laughs> I was going to just say the word Georgia just because I don't know. I was just going to guess random colleges. Oh, wow. My strategy went out the window. Fran Tarkenton, Matthew Stafford, Herschel Walker. Why do I bother making more than one, picking more than one name? <laughs> I was like, he knew yeah. where Mecole Hardman went to school. His name's also, his name's not Mecole. Like, his first name's something different, apparently. Yeah. But he goes by Mecole for some reason. Mecole. All right, number eight. All pro tight end, Mark Andrews. Trent Williams. Lane Johnson, Auburn. And Adrian Peterson, Oklahoma. Oh, I, I saw JCat and Rob. I, like it was like instantaneous. I might have to give a tie for that. 
I like would watch them because I knew they would know Adrian Peterson. All right, I might just do a half point each. Oklahoma, bro, you didn't say Oklahoma that time. <laughs> All right, this might be the hardest one in my opinion. Dennis Northcutt. <laughs> Teddy Bruski. Illinois. No. Nick Foles and Gronk. Arizona. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Arizona. I gave the last two kind of fast. Did Dennis Northcutt play in the Browns? Wilbur yes. the Wildcat? <laughs> I, was like, I have him. Like Wilbur. Her. There weren't many people from Arizona, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. And number 10, Jumbo Elliott, Dan Deerdorf, Ty Law, Michigan, Ohio State, and the GOAT Tom Brady. JCAT is correct. Michigan. Wow, builds. You should be ashamed of yourself. I was like, man, I should have known all those. I, didn't. <laughs> I was like, kind of threw that one in there. I was like, ah, that was the Croce's clues. Catman climbing up the leaderboard. That was Croce's clues. So, any last parting thoughts on the football draft? Shine, I'll start with you. I had a lot of fun with this one, as I talked about in the past. Don't know much about movies, TV shows, music. So, this is something that I I felt like I had a little bit more to add to the podcast so good thing because next week we're drafting music from tv shows and i will know nothing <laughs> just kidding, uh... <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> tv wow theme songs could be unbelievable I was like, we really no, no, think mm-hmm. about it now step by step all right let me know i immediately go. thought of three <laughs> dilts um this was fun was um, bad? everybody's claiming crowning shine already so i don't know that'll, yeah, that'll you, have a, you have a good team too dilts Chihu, Chihu. I think you and Shine will be battling this week. Shine, uh, last chance to trade uh, trading cards for Thanksgiving. How much money are you going to put on this? No, I'm offering the trade one last time. I know, I want cash too. A dollar? Let's say three bucks. Beer, a beer next time I see you? Five bucks and a beer. Five bucks like and a beer. beer. And a beer? Like at all. And trading like cards. This. Five bucks a beer, trading cards, and Thanksgiving pick is yours. No. Oh, I, deal for the uh, I would have, I would have allowed it as a commissioner. Wait, I would have wait, that for the sandlot. Wait, you wanted like physical trading cards? No, no, no. Just the yeah. pick. The pick, five trading. bucks and a beer. Five bucks and a beer? Oh. That's like nine bucks. That's like one teaser that delts. Stop huh? talking to everybody else. Let them make this <laughs> bad decision. Try to talk him into it, Blanchine. I want like the first one. Influence. No. Now wait, is your wife nearby? No. Blink, blink oh, twice if you really want this deal. Just blink twice. <laughs> Stern faced. I'm good. All right, All right. Cabin. Party thoughts? Nothing. I think it was hard because I know we all have personal favorites that we didn't want to throw in there because we probably wouldn't get votes for certain things. But um, it was a little different looking at something, a topic that we all really like. So. Thought that was cool. I think it was pretty well rounded. Like you guys thought of things, and I'm like, yeah, that is pretty good. But like, looking at the teams, I think, I don't know. You know, you got to think of our our voters are not all like huge sports fans, so you never know how it's going to turn out. Jcat, really fun draft. Just really enjoy it. Football gets under your skin, and then it gets into your soul. If anybody's willing to talk football with me, it's always a, a good night. So, and Birdo, this was not in my wheelhouse. Definitely not as much as it is for you guys, but it was fun. 
And I always leave you with a verse. So I will leave you with James 1, 2, and 3. And that's going to do it for another episode of Life's a Draft, where none of our picks will be considered Mr. Irrelevant. Please subscribe to the podcast, and thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out the new website. Let me spell that out for you. It's C-R-O-C-E 122.wixsite.com backslash L-A-D-P for Life's a Draft Podcast. Thank you.